This is Rafael Otto, and thank you for tuning in to the Early Link Podcast. In this segment, I visited Hamida and her family at her apartment in southeast Portland. Hamida came to the United States from a Burmese refugee camp several years ago, and I wanted to learn more about her story, her involvement with home visiting services provided by ERCO, the Immigrant and Refugee Community Organization, and her hopes and dreams for the future. Many thanks to Mihaela Vladescu, the family's home visitor with ERCO in Healthy Families, Oregon, and Min Sign, who provided interpretation services during our visit. When I arrive, Dad brings their nine-month-old to say hi. Viola, Viola, Viola. Tata. Hello. Tanga. Hello. Hello. Pio, pio, pio. Hello. Hamida's home visitor, Mihaela, does not speak Burmese, but this gives Hamida an opportunity to work on her English, and it gives the two of them a chance to explore ways to communicate. Uh, we learn from each other, uh, and one of my goals is yeah, to have those words, the connection um, with the Burmese culture. So, because language is, and all, all the culture of the language is not only the expressive language, it's, only, it's about learning the uh, body language and learning the cultural specific uh, values. Uh, so, some of our tools um, that we use in healthy families, they are great tools to connect with a different culture. And GGK, the curriculum that we use, it's universal. So we, um, there are values that work across the cultures. So, uh, well, I might not uh, really speak the Burmese, but I have a lot of uh, helpers here. And the first helper is Hamida, who speaks English, and um, she does a good job. And also, if we need help, we have a lot of resources in the neighborhood community here. And we, um, Hamida knows how to ask for help. I think I learned one Burmese word, but you'll have to tell me if I have it right. Mingalaba. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that right? Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say it right. And I know uh, a word that um, means the peekaboo, it's the name of the peekaboo game, which in Burmese, it's tau chao. How is that? Help me. Tu wa. Tu wa. Tu wa. So that's peekaboo. Peekaboo. Tu wa. So uh, we can find some universal language here, yeah? We do have the peekaboo, and we ha- do, we have the tu wa, which is peekaboo in Burmese. Yes. <laughs> How long have you been in Portland? Uh, I've been here like... Uh, Six year, I think five or six year, and then I move into Missouri, and then I go apply citizen. Now I got a citizenship. I moving back here. Did you come to Missouri first before Oregon? No, uh, for is California. Six, uh, I think eight months I live in there, and then I move in uh, Oregon, and then I he stay here five year. Five year and a half, and uh, we apply citizen, and then uh, we move into the Missouri. And now uh, we have a citizen, and we come back here. Yeah. Min Sign, our interpreter, says that Burmese is similar to Japanese, and that the languages are very much the opposite of English when it comes to translation. Interpretation must account for how someone understands phrases, and so the interpreter's job is to translate meaning rather than direct words. After a few questions for Hamidan English, I rely on Min Sign's interpretation for the rest of the visit. Can you tell me what it's like uh, 
working with the home visiting program, working with Mihela, and what that has been like for you? Min Sign interprets her response. Miss Mahela is like a mom or auntie for her and always looking at her, always looking at her son and always encourage her even she was in a, some bad mood, she always encouraged her and then always support her. It is very big assistant for her that she, she, she when, whenever she visited here. Mihaela says home visiting services focus on supports for the family and the child. She uses goal setting to help address living conditions, rent assistance, health and nutrition, budgeting, and more. Participating families typically stay in the program for three years. I remember when Hamida came to Irko, she was pregnant. Yeah, remember? Yeah. You are not in the program at that time. You remember? Yeah, I remember. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And actually, you know, uh, I was the first person that she talked with, so she was not in my program at that time. And uh, she was asking me about housing, what, what kind of questions. Yeah, you housing. Have? For rent and assistance. Yeah. 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 All right, and then we received the screen back, and um, she was referred to me, finally, because, uh, okay, it's a little bit of a story, but finally she was in my caseload, and I was so happy to uh, work with Hamida. Uh, Hamida asked me, okay, I need a stable housing, I don't have a stable housing, uh, and we apply for rental assistance, and uh, was a whole process, and Hamida, she really know how to follow up with me with that, because she was asking, okay, how, how are we going to get, when are we going to get that rental assistance? And finally, it was a whole agency work, because it was not only healthy families, but we collaborated with um, a rental assistance program, and I invited the worker to come here and to talk with Hamida to learn about her needs, because they are looking for housing, but they didn't know exactly Hamida's needs. And uh, um, so we made arrangements. We met, met with Alice at your sister house, yeah, yes? Yeah, yeah. And we talk and we, we clarify roles. So who's doing what here? Because my role as a um, home visitor with healthy families is to, to um, bring that connection, you know, in time of crisis with mom and dad and the whole family and the child, because the child is it's the main focus here. And uh, in order to do my job, so I need to connect, I connected Hamida with rental assistance, with the worker, and um, so it was a, a collaboration process there. And finally, Hamida, she got this apartment and she got rent assistance, and she's still receiving rent assistance. And now we are working on budgeting, so Hamida can develop some skills and uh, to learn how to use her resources so she can be self-sufficient in the future. I asked Kamida about what kind of future she hopes her son might have. For her, her son's future, she would like him to study from the very basic preschool until he is graduated because she herself didn't get the full term of learning when she was young here. So because when she came here, she is some, some age so that she stay from some some grade and then she she couldn't finish her education so that he wished him to learn from the very beginning until it is completed despite a strong relationship with her home visitor and success securing housing and rental assistance hamida eventually decided to leave portland 
and move out of state. For a home visitor like Mihaela, it can be difficult not knowing how the family is doing in their new location, and there are no systems to connect state home visiting systems. In this case, Mihaela hopes that the work she did building resourcefulness and family values stayed with Hamida and is helping her succeed in her new home. The family values represent the building blocks for us as home visitors. When you know the values, you know that you have something, you know, the strength that you can build on. And when I asked Hamida about the values, she to immediately told me, love, love it's all about, and f be happy, feeling happy. Is that Hamida? Is that <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, um, based on this foundation, love, we as home visitors, we try to develop that and to increase that parent-child interaction, bringing the missing blocks there. Uh, but when you have such great strengths, yeah, it, it makes it easier for us as home visitors. This is the Early Link Podcast brought to you by Children's Institute. Children's Institute is working to ensure a strong beginning for Oregon's children. If you have a moment, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can also find episodes on our website at childinst.org.